previously on the Cultural Leftover Show. I'm going to be in a corner trying to defend myself about something. And I don't know if it's... <laughs> I just don't know about that. See, uh, there's going to be a room full of praise for the ladle that you receive at that shower. <laughs> <laughs> people, people, people are going to be passing the ladle and taking digital camera pictures with this ladle. I don't know if I can handle that. It's like Excalibur. From random thoughts and wackiness to the latest on movies, television, and all things pop culture, digitally touching your helmet, it's the Cultural Leftover Show. From Birmingham, Alabama, I'm Ryan Flint. And I am Vance McBrayer. And from Gainesville, Florida, I'm Kevin Akins. Welcome to show number two. Welcome. And if anybody who uh, actually heard the first episode, uh, we're sorry and welcome back. We, uh, <laughs> we're working on our sound issues, uh, definitely. we big making big strides this week. Vance has a headset. So, I'm uh, all mic'd up. All right. <laughs> we definitely uh, can actually already hear the difference, and it sounds uh, sounds really good. It's time for the weekly updates. It's the weekly update. It's funny. When we when I was a lot younger, I spent uh, the majority of my high school years uh, when I wasn't at school on my rollerblades playing hockey with. Vance and a couple other people, my brother, <laughs> and um, I, uh, my brother moved out, he lives in Atlanta now, and my parents are kind of cleaning out his bedroom, making a guest room out of it, and uh, I found my old skates. Apparently he had borrowed them to go to co- in college and never gave them back, and uh, mm. even it came one of those issues where it was like, hey, those are, my, those are mine, those are not yours, you gave them to me, or whatever, but uh, I stole them back, they're totally mine. I don't ever remember him having those skates in college. I think that's a good thing, but yeah, I don't, I don't ever remember actually seeing him rollerblade anywhere around college. Well, it's hard to that's, roller. That's good. It's hard to rollerblade and uh, smoke at the same time, but <laughs> he's he's done other things and smoked at the same time that I think would be harder than rollerblading. Well, All right. we won't get into that. You're probably right about that, but uh, yeah. He, I've noticed it's a trend now that we make fun of Rob a lot on the show, but uh, he is my brother and I do love him. But that's neither. It's more, it's more of a it's more of a tribute to the memories of Rob than I think it is. Yeah. Valid, valid point, valid point. Uh, I so I, all right. There's this kid at at, uh, at work and uh, one of the waitresses' son. He's like nine, eight or nine, and he's got those wheelies. Do you know what I'm talking about? When I say yeah, wheelies, I want some. Those oh, shoes, I hate those things. Yeah, they got the little uh, the little roller skate little wheels inside, and this kid's skating around, and I was telling him, like, hey, can you do any tricks or whatever, and I was telling him that we used to play hockey, and I can actually, for being a big guy, I can actually skate pretty well. Um, Until you run into my hockey stick. Well, that's that's a story for another day. Uh, <laughs> emergency room later. Well, see, that's actually the, the, it's funny you bring that up, though, but remind me, and we'll come back to it. But, uh, so, I, <laughs> I bring my, finally remember to bring my skates to work on a night that he's going to be there, and uh, it, we've been getting slow, around a certain time, so I'm skating around. So I'm all ready, and his mom took his wheelies away. So I couldn't, uh, I couldn't. <laughs> so I'm out in the parking lot by myself, and I hadn't skate. I haven't skated in about five years, or maybe longer. I don't know. It's been a long time. So I get out on my skate. I'm, and it was, you know, honestly, it was like riding a bicycle. Uh, <laughs> it was it was actually you a lot. Know, 
You know what's unfortunate is I wouldn't know either one of those feelings you're just talking about right now. <laughs> you, that's right. You cannot ride a bicycle, can you? Or rollerblade. Roller oh, man. Or rollerblade or any of the above. <laughs> Do you know how to swim? That's why... It, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's kind of why I think I like the wheelies. Is I think if they made a size 13, that maybe I could do something that's not just on my feet. Mm. <laughs> Pretty much, if I'm not on my feet, I'm driving a car or I'm on my butt. So, so my uh, I didn't tell my wife because I've I've made several attempts since I found my skates to, t- to like go out and skating and like in the park near my house or whatever or out here on the street. Yeah. And she is terrified that I'm going to fall and hurt myself, and we don't have insurance. So I'm having to deal with it. <laughs> so then uh, she calls work yesterday, and I didn't tell her I took my skates to work. <laughs> and she, call, she calls my cell phone, I don't answer, so she calls, she calls the store. <laughs> and my boss answers and tells her that I'm out skating <laughs> in the parking lot <laughs> like an idiot. And man, did I get in trouble. I'm just like, she's like, she's like, how many times have you fallen down? How many times have you fallen down? I'm like, none. Because she's like, are you, wearing, are you wearing knee pads? I'm like, no. Are you wearing a helmet? No. I was wearing my big hockey gloves because I don't want to hurt my hands. But <laughs> that's the worst thing. I used to hate falling on my wrists. And I have bad wrists anyways. I broke them a long time ago. So I try to take care of them and wear my big hockey gloves. But uh, I went skating in the day and uh, she, she doesn't know that. And I won't tell her. But <laughs> it was uh, definitely, definitely interesting. So I'm trying to get back into it, and uh, my feet are killing me being back at, I mean, in those skates. At one point, we were rollerblading like 10 miles a night. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. And, and I'd love we to get back fall to that. at all. No, and, and we, that was some of that was on rough asphalt roads. So I think you're all right in a parking lot. Yeah, it was just a just a, it was like uh yeah a parking lot. We used to go up and down the road and we'd go through grass and we'd go through, you know, sidewalk to street making all kinds of crazy transfers through actually down a really busy street that was pretty much downhill one way, uphill the other. I guess that has yeah, to be. Is. But I miss those days and uh I kinda wanna I remember I remember that big drop down into where Walmart used to be. Uh, <laughs> that hill on the skate was like some of the funnest uh skating time ever. So good times. Alright, that's uh that's pretty much it for me. All right. Well, this week we got our engagement. Me and Molly got our engagement photos back, and we got this guy just kept taking photos and taking photos. We did it out at botanical gardens at the zoo, and they were great photos. And this guy told us up front that he he doesn't work on time. He'll just keep taking. And so even after we were like ready to go, he just kept having ideas for photos. And so we just kept taking. Well, we thought that was great up front. Yeah. Yeah. But then we got the photos back this week, and it comes to the point where we have to decide which one goes into the newspaper. How many are we talking and, about? Uh, we have 50 to 60 total photos. Wow. Just yeah. just engagement photos. Yeah. And she went through, and she would tab the ones she liked for it, and I would go through and tab the ones I liked for the paper, and just because life's funny that way, we didn't match up on any of them. <laughs> and so this has, <laughs> this has been a several-day process, a couple hours at a time, trying to figure out what picture goes into the photo. I had no idea it was going to be that big of a deal. But uh, I'm, I'm thinking that I think I'm going to suggest that I get to pick the photo that goes into my hometown paper where I grew up, which is here in Gardendale. 
and she can pick whatever photo goes at McKillen where she's from. Home of the fighting shit idea. I think that'd be a, a good compromise on it. So I, I gotta suggest that, but I'm I'm sure that's not gonna be a good idea. But other than that, we are meeting our other thing happening this week is we're meeting with a real estate agent to help try to find a house somewhere around the area because every time we get close to finding one and we inquire on it ourselves, it's already under contract. So we're just trying to bring someone into the picture to kind of notify us of the houses earlier so we have a shot at them. Well, then that, is, that, is, that, is, that a, is that a problem? I mean, you know, I'm looking to move, I don't know, what, nine months or so? Like, if you're going to check these houses online that people already nab them up or something? Every house that, well, I take that back. There was, only, there was one house that we found online that we went to look at that wasn't already under contract. Jeez. And that's out of about six or seven. Man. One's not under contract. Some are even under double they even have the fallback contract in case the first one falls through already lined up, so we would be third in line. Yeah. I, I, it, it just seems like by the time they get all that information online and all the pictures up, the house is already under contract. That sucks. So that's when we finally decided we're going to let someone else do the legwork and they can tell us which ones to even bother looking at because we get tired of getting excited about one and getting our hopes up and then it falling through because it's already under contract. So now you've got somebody doing your dirty work and giving you a heads up of what's about to be available? Right. Okay. So hopefully that, that'll work out for us. And we are meeting, we have a whole host of ones to look at. We're going like Friday afternoon yeah. and the second half on Saturday morning. All right. Well, good luck. Yeah. Best yeah, of luck to you. That. You definitely need to come move out my way, though. I've got a whole list of those houses to look at, too. Yeah, that that would uh, make my Christmas. Hopefully they <laughs> under contract and we'll be all right. Well, I think you'll be all right. Yeah. Definitely get more money for your house, for more house for your money out this way. Yeah, I guess the good thing about houses in the area being under contract so quick is, you know, we're not looking to stay in this for the next 30 years. This is just going to be a starter home. So maybe that demand, you know, in the area, it's probably only going to go up. Yeah. So when we do get ready to move into another house, maybe all of this now just means we won't have any problems selling it later. So yeah. it's kind of a pain now, maybe a blessing later. So we'll just roll with it. So much for being a down market, though, in housing, right? <laughs> yeah, at least around here. It's crazy. It's a beautiful area. You know, it's it's the, it's like I said, it's the next big area to grow in uh, in Birmingham. So, And I, yeah. I'm just saying that we're next. Out here, yeah, I'm, in, I'm, in the, I'm on the west, the west side of town, and um, I'm waiting for it's. We're next. We've got to be next. There's no. Yeah, else. it just keeps going in into a giant. Pause it's like a giant circle. Hand. I mean, you look at or it counterclockwise. Yeah. yeah, it's a giant. We're next. We've got to be next. So. Yeah, that's all I got going on this week. Good deal. All right. Well, Take um, got, got a yeah, little excitement. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll get to that. I'll, I'll start with. Recapping last weekend, so like I said last show, I had my in-laws coming in, and <laughs> no, nah, that was I don't know, it was good. It, pretty much, they came in. They're both Tennessee alum, and they played Florida, and so I mean the whole weekend was wrapped around this game. I mean, so uh, so that went okay. Um, Florida killed them, and 
so my father-in-law wasn't too happy the rest of the weekend, but it's all right. Um, you know, it's interesting, though. Uh, I really welcome whenever, I don't know, whenever we have guests come in. And I think it started, Vance, when you visited uh, last October. It's like, okay, we know somebody's coming in, and then for some reason we redecorate the house. <laughs> and I think when you came in, we ended up getting a couch. Thanks for that, Bill. And uh, <laughs> no, but, but this time, so when they're, they're coming in and it's Friday, and I spend my basically half of my Friday in TJ Maxx Home Goods. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, don't take my man card. <laughs> um, it's been taken a long time ago, pal. Yeah, I know it. But, uh,. So I found myself getting excited about decorative mirrors, and I know something's wrong with me. <laughs> oh, I've been there. And then, yeah. That's well, I've gotten, in, It is a sad place. I've gotten into this phase lately where I go on professional, like, photographer websites. Well, not their specific websites, but, like, Flickr. And stealing, like, these awesome digital photos and then getting them printed, print them at home or print them at a... Um, a large copy at like a print store or something, and then framing them. It's I'm not gonna condone that, but I'm just <laughs> saying I'm doing it, and I'm not about to stop. <laughs> so basically, like it, it's a great way. And hey, Vance, yeah, you're gonna be like uh, decorating. Yes, we are. <laughs> so it's like it's a great way to spend I don't know 35 and on a picture that looks like it's 100. So let me ask you a question. This because uh, you live you still live in an apartment, right? And, yeah, but you're and but Vance, you're fixing to buy a house, and I I'm lucky enough to own a home, and uh, I've been here for for a little while. Do either one of you find yourself watching shows like Trading Spaces or any or anything on like the Home and Garden Network <laughs> to get all jazzed up? Because I went through I went through a phase where I was watching that crap all the time. It was like right after I bought my house. Now I could give uh, I could care less. Wow, <laughs> didn't keep it clean there. Um, I I uh I, I don't care anymore, you know. I I really don't care. But I, there was a time that we would watch that stuff all the time. Yeah, man, I I watch that stuff all the time. I don't I don't know though. Like I, like I said, as you'll begin to learn as we talk about television, my wife controls the remote. Oh so, man. Yeah. So yeah, I watch a lot of that stuff. So. Yeah. So I, I haven't started watching any of that yet, and I'm I'm afraid that I, I may. But I, I'm gonna try not to. I may just go through and go to my go to that channel and then put a parental lock on it and close my eyes and just smash numbers on the remote so that I'll never know what the parental code is. That's a good so idea. I'll never be tempted to watch it. That's a really good idea. <laughs> it is a good idea. Well, uh, let's see. Let me move on with my update. Um, okay, so talked about football. This is a perfect weekend in sports for me. Um, so okay, I really feel like I should mention this. Probably by now, um, everyone's heard some of the stories about uh, pretty much just being painted as a protester spoke at the University of Florida uh, and was tasered by officers uh, at a John Kerry speech. So uh, that happened this Monday. I actually was planning on going. Uh, John Kerry, I think, was supposed to come speak last semester, and I had a ticket and everything, and then I was planning on going this time, too, and... Monday something came up. I decided not to go. Just I don't know. I was being lazy. So 
it's it's interesting. There's this huge controversy. There's protests going on campus about it. About you know what happened is this guy speaking, and they're trying to end the forum, and so he wants to ask John Kerry about I don't know about the last election and the Skull and Bone Society and all this. Um, and so he starts getting really loud with the question, and so the cops start reaching for him. And then he is like, no, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? I want to know this question. And right as that's starting up, John Kerry's like, no, 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 let me answer this question. But the cops just kind of take over. So they start grabbing at the guy, and it's a process. They end up pushing him to the back of the room, and uh, then they get on top of him. And at one point, there's like five or six officers on top of him, and they're he's cuffed already. And then he's still like screaming, like, "Let me go! What did I do? Why are you arresting me?" And right, then right. they tase, and then they taser him on the ground, which is uh, a big deal. The video's on YouTube, and uh, that's where I saw it. But I didn't see it because of that. I saw it because it was a taser video, and I, I find myself wa- I love watching taser videos. And, and uh, <laughs> that's I do. There's, I have some favorites, man. There's, there's some good ones. All you gotta do is type in taser in YouTube, and you'll find some treats. Uh, I, I saw this last night, and uh, I was like. I started listening to the guy, and no offense, he's kind of a douche, um, and that's kind of why yeah. he got pulled away. I mean, it's kind of like, it's a gray area, the whole deal, but uh, yeah. the whole time, and they said University of Florida, I was like, is that Kakens? And I kept I kept <laughs> looking in the video, and just real close to see if it was you, and if it, because uh, I figured John Kerry rally at your hometown, you'd be you'd be all over that, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, no, I don't um, really know, man. I don't know, I don't know what to think about the whole thing. Well, it's a huge deal. I mean, like the media are all over campus, uh, CNN, whatever, the newspapers. And I don't know. I, don't, I wasn't really here to debate the deal. Basically, it, you know, some people are trying to say it's a free speech issue. I don't think it's that at all. No, I don't either. Um, pretty much. I mean, then the other deal is, is it, is it police brutality? Probably more than anything, it's a bunch of inexperienced officers that don't know how to handle a situation. It was university police, so it wasn't even the city police. Yeah. Um, but it's a huge deal. So, um, what else? Hopefully, it, it uh, might be one of those things that they kind of viewed. I mean, since it it is John Kerry, that it's better to overreact than underreact. If they don't know what this guy's going to do, well, he was a long distance away from Kerry. I mean, he wasn't like reaching for anything. I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, Carrie, at one point, and it was like, all right, officers, let's calm down. I want to answer this question, but... I had heard that this guy actually runs a website, and it was all... He wanted to be pulled out. That he... It was a whole... He has admitted, I think on Drudge, I think I read that on Drudge, where he uh, he admitted to being, like, he, he kept going, rambling on too long. He kept asking... More questions, you know, and not letting Carrie yeah. answer the questions. Now, I'm no Carrie fan, never was, but uh, I mean, I totally, I, I, I've watched the video a couple times now, and I see the guy. The guy was being a complete douche, uh, deserved to be pulled away from the microphone, and then he was basically yeah. just resisting arrest. That's that's why the cops got involved because they were just trying to like, you know, go sit down. You've had your time. He had plenty of time to answer his que- ask his question, uh, and well, so and then it became an issue. You're right. It's it's a gray area. Um, the whole deal, but yeah. he, uh, the guy, I, I think he was doing it on purpose. He wanted to make a scene. Well, it looked like, exactly, it did look like he was 
he was going to make a scene. I mean, it's, he apparently he has his own personal website. Right. Is what it is. And uh, and so he had a lot of other stuff on there, just, you know, random video stuff. Um, I think, yeah, I think he was trying to cause a scene. So it's not the question of, like, of that. But, I mean, the officers definitely escalated it, and then they okay. tasered him in the end. So that's, a, you know. Where do you place the blame? But uh, I think enough of that. Yeah. I think enough policy debate on cultural <laughs> leftovers. So we try not to uh, dip in <laughs> to politics yeah. as much. We've we've we made the deal that we're not going to really talk about politics or religion because I don't right. talk about either one of those right. things in my personal life, regardless. So I'd rather not do it here on my <laughs> on our podcast. You know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Why alienate half the people that listen to your show? So. Yeah. uh that's a nice kickoff to some news. It's a nice segue. Um, let's 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 do a little wackier. Uh, we'll, how about some wacky news? Live from the internet, it's the wacky news. All right. Uh, okay. All right. I, you got one for us? Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. I I, I came across this one. I believe it was yesterday. And it, it's one of those headlines when when you read it. There is no way you cannot click to find out what in the world it's talking about. I agree. And the headline simply says, New Bestiality Restaurant Lets You Pork Your Pork. (laughs) 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 And I just, I mean, I'm just glad there was a picture, but I I went to it. I had to know what in the world it was. And the article starts off by saying that it's in Tokyo. It says, Lurking Underground Tokyo's Trendy... Rapungi, I guess, is a, just a part of Tokyo, yeah. is a true heart of darkness, a members-only club that combines forbidden sex practices with the art of fine dining. I'm listening. And who and wouldn't what, want the two? <laughs> right, because, I mean, a lot of times I ask Molly, I'm like, you want to go out to eat? And she's like, mm, not if I can't, you know, sample it before I sample it. And so we usually don't end up going out. <laughs> but according to this, you have to be a member of this restaurant, and I think the membership was restricted to people who make at least 175000 a year. So these are your your wealthy wow. people who what? apparently have no more money, too much money, and just they don't know what to spend it on. The meal itself, <laughs> I think, averages around $7,000. And what you do is you go in, you pay at the door, it says you have sex with the animal of your choice, <laughs> which is subsequently killed, cooked, and served. To... Oh my god! <laughs> you left off marinated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they have a picture of a, a pig on this website of the article, so I'm, I'm sure that's one of the ones you can choose from. Uh, but it doesn't really limit the article. Really doesn't say which ones. It just says it's the animal of your choice. When uh, I mean, I, I'm 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 thinking. Pig, I'm thinking uh, goat, uh, chicken, probably chicken, maybe chicken. What if, what if what if it was a llama? <laughs> I I don't know that I could say no to that. Uh, I would always say <laughs> horse because that way you always have a ride. <laughs> that way you always have a ride home. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you. Thank you. But it says not only do you get your choice of animal, you get to choose which sex the animal is. <laughs> just, just in case so you, you wanted can... to go out and have a interspecies homosexual 
eating experience, you can have it all in one time. You're saying you're saying I can have a gay pig? You can have a gay pig for a mere seven thousand. <laughs> Man, if only unicorns were around. A planet full of unicorns. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like uh I was thinking, you know, I knew this was coming up. I was trying to think, you know, what would be worth it? Like I'm not saying I'm into it, but if I totally understand what you're saying because when I read it, I immediately started thinking, well, if I did do it, which animal would I choose? And then I just I had to I had to close my computer and walk away because I couldn't think that. You got to figure but, you, you want to go endangered, just to up, yeah. just to up the ante. Oh, oh yeah. it's more yeah. worth it if it's endangered. I guess. Well, yeah, then you have a story. <laughs> yeah, that's if you don't. I mean, I, I I'm I'm thinking a female peacock. I don't know. Uh huh. Hey, that plumage, that'll get you excited. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's comfort. <laughs> I don't know. It's exotic. Yeah, it is exotic. Now, that's, this is definitely the worst restaurant of, in all time. I, yet, yes. I, this will be around until the day we all die. This will keep the market. I, I believe this has a Japanese clientele it's got from day one. Oh, it's got to, especially for that much money and the fact that it stays in business. And, you know, a lot of times I often wonder, with all the crap that goes on in our country and the crazy things people do, I often think, like, what do other other countries think about us? But the truth is they got their own stuff going on. Mm-hmm. It's true. That, yeah. even, that we wouldn't never do. So I guess it's just a crazy world all about. Here's the thing that so. I don't understand about it is that they, they want, you, I guess, the high-dollar amount – that this is different, completely different from America, where you typically think of hillbilly people are having sex with animals here in America. <laughs> yeah. People that don't make money uh, are uh, are pork in the pork, so to speak. Yeah, uh, <laughs> making bacon, as it were. Uh, here in the state, I ain't a redneck. I'm part Japanese. Yeah, I don't understand it. Uh, why it's so expensive over there? But I guess it's uh, it's part of the. I guess maybe because it's taboo. You know, yeah, they're so they're, they're so sexually repressed people, anyways. Them and the Germans both—they're so sexually repressed. That's why all your crazy porno is like German and uh, Japanese. So maybe from Belgium, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> Belgium. Oh, uh, it's funny you bring up Belgium. Yeah, you mean, I'll go that's, ahead with my article. That's what you call a segue. That is, it's a natural segue. <laughs> All right, so this week I, I saw this, and I, I guess immediately I had to figure out what it was exactly about. The headline, maybe you've heard this, Someone Tries to Sell Belgium on eBay. <laughs> so, yeah, it says, Hidden among the porcelain foxhounds and Burberry tablecloths on sale at eBay this week was an unusual item for sale, Belgium, a kingdom in three parts, free premium, the king and his court. <laughs> Uh, apparently this so it's a protest in protest this guy he was uh i think he was a former journalist anyway he he posts this on the eBay site and he gets a high bid i believe i read of 17 million dollars wow sold yeah <laughs> exactly um and then he he ends up taking it down apparently belgium it's been like over 100 days since they had elections and 
they're a three-party system, and they have no one's unified. No one's close to being on the same grounds. There's like just these three parties are in totally different places, so there's no government at all going on right now. Wow. And yeah, and they have like uh, something like in American dollars, their debt is like three hundred billion. Wow. So you know, you talk about a balanced budget. Um, so this kind of led me into like. What's so special about Belgium? Waffles. And I, well, yeah, I do like waffles. But uh, my only encounter with Belgium, I know a well, I know a left-handed tennis player from Belgium who wears Charlie Chaplin socks. But I guess <laughs> he was a high school tennis teammate. Um, anyway, I looked it up, and so just in case you don't know a lot about Belgium, all I knew is the capital was Brussels. That's about it. I knew they spoke French all the way, most of them. I don't know. So I'll just give you a rundown of things Belgium is accredited with. Finnish stew. Never heard of it. Brussels. Right. Brussels sprouts. See, I I was going to say that. I was going to make a joke about Brussels sprouts and then decided against it because I think, you know what? I don't know if they're actually a Brussels export or not. Uh, I just said that's that's where it's credited. Let's see what else I got here. The saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Jean Claude Van Damme. All over the place. He, he's the muscles yeah, from Danny. Brussels, right? That's right. Uh, the Smurfs. Yes. Uh, the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. And some <laughs> pops. Some pop singer called the Singing Nun. And. Uh, so I was looking at it, you know, Brussels sprouts, Van Damme, the Big Bang Theory, the Smurfs. All can be yours if the price is right. <laughs> yeah, not worth it. <laughs> Belgium makes my list of countries that suck. Yes. What about Blue Moon? Blue Moon? Yeah. You know. I mean, the uh, blue yeah, I mean Belgian wheat ale, if you will. Yeah. Well, I mean. Is Apparently, that I make up for Van Damme. No, no, it's not. But well, I found out it's not even made in Belgium. It's made in Canada. I found that out yesterday, and I was pretty disappointed. Well, I mean, I didn't look up the good things here. I'm trying to say yeah. it's a horrible country. They okay. do have. They did make French. They actually made French fries. So, I guess that's the positive. Maybe I'm not, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. So, uh, yeah. So, if you um, become angry at the government, just put the U.S. on eBay. And you will make our show. <laughs> oh, yeah. U- U.S. has got to bring in more than seventeen million. I hope so. I would hope. Yeah. Br- Brussels stinks. They should wear some brute. Speaking of brute, <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's so sad. I wow. Did that on purpose. It's so bad because you know the last one worked. I knew this one wouldn't. <laughs> All right. All right. Here's my uh, our next story. Man suing after brute aftershave ignites. In Milwaukee, an 81-year-old Milwaukee man has sued the makers of brute cologne after ignited and burned parts of his hands, chest, and neck. Uh, whatever his name was. Wow. Charles. Case was filed in the U.S. District Court in Wisconsin's Eastern District this week. He's seeking unspecified damages from Helen and Troy Limited, an El Paso, Texas company that owns and markets brute. And I think you know a couple other places and Walmart. Uh, he's also suing Walmart because why not? If you're gonna sue, I bought it at Walmart. Let's let's sue them. 
Uh, that's the only place it sells brute. I mean, that's yeah. the only place I've ever seen it. Uh, my wife <laughs> hates it, and I always threaten to wear it around Christmas time when you see those gift packs <laughs> of really those are in the crappy gift pack aisle of Walmart. You know what I'm talking about? It's like I, I do. Yeah, <laughs> there's always like the old brute three pack. My grandma used to buy me brute. Right I have Brute on my shelf right now, and Molly won't let me wear it out. Oh, you, you totally See, need to put I it think, on. I think Brute's got a bad rap, man. Look, I mean, there's there's two colognes, and my and my grandfather always smelled of one of them, or, or liquor, but usually one of those two. <laughs> it was, uh, that's, that's not true, but Brute or Stetson. Mm. He was a Stetson man. And that's so, he, also on he that would aisle, wear that, and... Oh yeah, definitely on that <laughs> aisle, and he would let me borrow his brute, and it would make my day. <laughs> I think brute smells really manly. Yeah, there's I only mean, one. It is, and like I have some of the brute deodorant, and that smell will not go away until you bathe, no matter how long you wear it. It does. It's not one of those deodorants that you you're afraid to wear, you know, for 17 hours because it's not going to work in the 15th hour. No, it is strong the whole time. I bet it's Which, strong, strong enough to start a fire. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, <laughs> apparently this guy had put some on. He was camping. He put some on in uh in his bathhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not really camping, but what are you? Gonna, that's neither here nor there. So and then he goes back to his campfire, and it uh <laughs> it bursts into flames. So the dude's, you know, got he's burning from head to toe because he sprayed some uh some root on there. And then what they're doing is they're they're saying that uh. Uh, because it wasn't on there, do not. You're still flammable after you spray it on. That <laughs> that they should be suing. So this guy's just yeah. Throwing. It does say that it's flammable on the bottle, though. Right. It has to, right? It yeah. does say it. I'm I'm I've looked since this, I I broke out my brute stash and looked uh, <laughs> that it does say but, keep away from flame. And their yeah. argument is that it doesn't say it's still flammable after you put it on. All right. All right the last lawyer. time I checked, the last time I checked, the human body, flammable. Always. Brute, flammable. So if you put something flammable on something flammable, I would consider it to still be flammable. So, so in other words, it's common sense. If not, the two negatives make a positive rule. <laughs> right. It just it, It's like if someone said, here, wear this asbestos jacket. I said, is it flammable? And they said, yes. Well, if I put it on, it won't be. I mean, it just that argument to me makes no sense. Nah, I'm you have yeah. to know that it stays flammable. I don't He's think it's flammable, actually. I think it's a fire retardant, is it not? Oh, I don't know. I think it is. I actually. don't know. But, yeah. Anyway. Neither here nor there. Does he have a case as our lawyer friend of the show? Legal counsel? The, the the sad part is it's probably going to be one of those McDonald's coffee situations wow. where it's just so obvious this guy should have known, but they'll settle just to get it out of the way. Really? Dude, he can sue Brute for court costs, and he'll, he'll like, bankrupt him. <laughs> I mean, come on. Brute's, like, 99 cents for a jar the size of a basketball, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> look out next week when, uh... We're talking about Drochnar Noir <laughs> stories. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm go ahead and mark Brute off on our list of possible future sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> well, how good. You know what? I wasn't even thinking about that. But uh, I'm okay with it, to be honest with you. 
I don't know that yeah. I support Brute. <laughs> that that makes one hey, of us. I love Brute. Yeah, <laughs> I say that uh, we should have Brute Day, where we all everyone we support it, and then everybody wears Brute. I gotta find out if my wife is pro or anti the Brute. Mm. I, I'm pretty sure she she's very anti Stetson. I know that. <laughs> What's her feelings on Old Spice? Uh, Old Spice. I have actually never smelled. The fragrance. Making but a comeback. I use their deodorant. Making a comeback. I use their deodorant a lot, though. My yeah, here's the thing. Any company that will use Bruce Campbell in a commercial, yeah, it's manly. I I'm will pro. try it. I'm pro. I, I, I need to go back to Old Spice. I need to try Old Spice before, but yeah. ever since I saw Bruce Campbell, I'm like, hey, it's there. I gotta yeah. try it. I'm not really no. a cologne wearer. I have a lot of cologne that my wife has bought me. I guess she's trying to tell me something, but... I uh, I don't wear a lot of cologne. I'm like a straight deodorant man. I don't like uh, a whole lot of extra deodorant. But I, I I can see myself wearing Old Spice. But and I may I may break out the brute <clears throat> just to rock it out in honor well, of our buddy here. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so you had a game for us, Ryan? Yeah, I do. Come on down to the weekly game. I do have a game. This, I guess uh, I know you said you were going to do it, but uh, I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? I came up with an awesome game. Uh, it's along the lines of last week's game, the either-or. But uh, okay. it's uh, the name of this week's game is Yanni Songs. Or Fabio oh, book covers. Oh wow! <laughs> it's, you gotta say this is all guesses because I know neither. It's Yanni song. I know they're I know they're both cheesy. That's all I got. Or Fabio book covers. So you're telling me you're going the Greek goddess versus the Italian man stud? <laughs> Indeed, both artists in their own right. Something. <laughs> all right, who wants to go first? I'm, I'm. I pass. Oh, I was going to defer to the second half. I'll right. take the kickoff. What you got? All right, we got passions of the realm. Passions of the realm. And within attraction. Within attraction. Within attraction. So passions of the realm are within. Hmm, man. I just don't think something called within attraction can be played with a pan flute. So I'm going to go, that is Fabio Book. Uh, with an attraction? Yes. A Yanni song. Oh, That's what I thought. <laughs> Kakens. Yeah, ma'am. Touch of Fire. Ooh. Or Face in the Photograph. Touch of Fire. Face in the Photograph. Um... My gut just says face in the photograph because of the alliteration here. Fabio. Yanni song. <laughs> no! <laughs> I hate you, Yanni. Yanni. Uh, all right, Rance, you ready? I'm ready. Season of the sun. Season of the sun. Whispers in the dark. Oh. <laughs> Man. 
I've got to go with Whispers being a book. Love your book. Yanni Song. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I made this game. This is so awesome. Now you know how we felt last week, Kagan. (laughs) Yeah, I felt so stupid. (laughs) All right. You ready? Bring it. Only a memory. Only a memory. Across a wine dark sea. Across a winding dark sea? A wine dark sea. Oh, a wine dark sea. Man. Only a memory. Across a, across a wine dark I'm going to say that um, only a memory is a Fabio book cover. <sighs> it's a Yanni song. <laughs> oh man, it's a See, these guys, these guys are having an affair or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're like the two of them and a goose or something. And I really didn't work that hard. <laughs> I really didn't work that hard. I just found a list of Fabio books and a list of this is all the songs are from Yanni's greatest hits. And, uh, oh wow! I, I couldn't tell you one Yanni song. I bet he did Ave Maria. That's all I got. Um, all right. If, if it's your greatest hits and we've never heard of it, that's that's sad. I've uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna tell you All that right, I, I've heard a couple one. of these. Um, mom was a, mom was a Yanni fan. Okay, we got to take, to hold. Game of Hearts. To take, to hold, in Game of Hearts. Take to hold. I'm gonna go. Game of Hearts. Sounds like. A nice plot for a romantic novel. I'm going to go Fabio book. I think you got it. I think you got it. Boom. Yeah. Cats on the board. <laughs> I got to step it up. Oh. All right, here we go. Secret of a Midnight Moon. Okay. <laughs> They're both gay. <laughs> and in the mirror. Just in the mirror? In the mirror. In the mirror is Fabio. I'm sorry, it's Yanni. Oh, Yanni! That sounds like a new age song. Oh. <laughs> All right, here we go. One nothing, Vance. Yeah. Until the last moment. Uh huh. Beyond the starlit frost. Beyond the starlit frost. <laughs> I'm not making these up. That has to be Yanni. Beyond a Starlit Frost? Fabio yes. book cover. No. <laughs> yes. Man. Redemption. Here we go. Here I heard to tie. In the morning light. Hold back the night. <laughs> I didn't even realize that they rhyme. That's so awesome. In the morning light. Yeah. Hold back the night. Is this the last question? I think we got two more after this. There's ten total. Okay. Yeah. In in the morning light. Yanni. It's a Yanni song. Kevin is on the board. One to one, baby. <sighs> my A game right here. Here's my Yanni Fabio A game. <laughs> <laughs> there is such a thing. Yeah, really. Ready? I'm ready. 
Cloud Dancer. Cloud Dancer? <laughs> or you oh, only okay. Or you only live once. You only live once for Cloud Dancer. Oh Cloud Dancer's gotta be Yanni. It's a Fabio book cover. Oh man. <laughs> wow. Alright, Kevin to win. Oh. You ready? This is for the win. Uh, alright, alright, alright. As raised I'm I'm gonna be. Sunswept. Sunswept. The end of August. Ooh, tough one. Man. Uh Got a lot of pressure here. I'm gonna say that Sunswept is Fabio. Yeah, cake is the You, my friend, win a free slice of Pizza Hut pizza. Thank you. <laughs> two weeks in a row, I take an early lead and lose it at the end. Hey, man. I think that you uh, definitely won by losing this week, though. <laughs> <Good> off. <laughs> yeah, very easily. Oh, man. That was a good game, man. Thanks. Well, I uh, I appreciate it. I, you know, you inspired me last week, and for some reason those just came to me, and uh, I was enjoying it. So I enjoyed making yeah, them. All right. Let's do a little uh, Watch You Watching. All right. Who wants to go first? What you all been watching on the uh, the old television or movies? Well, um, I'll go ahead. I don't watch a lot of primetime TV, but I did catch up tonight. And I saw a couple shows. Um, I saw the new Kelsey Grammer comedy about him being an anchorman. Yeah, how was that? I don't know. I don't know. Very, very average. You know, nothing really... Nothing really jumped out, you know. Uh, B minus grade, so which means I may watch it one more time, but that's probably it, you know. Yeah, I I'll, I'll watch it tonight too, and it it wasn't anything. I was just expecting for that cast, those two big hitters that they brought in, yeah. for it to be something that just grabbed you at the front and made you laugh, and I didn't yeah. have that. Yeah, I like I w- Kelsey Grammer too. I, I think he could do comedy well, you know, as, like, the main guy without as many, like, situational characters around him. Yeah, but... I just, I didn't, I didn't feel it. I mean, there may have been one or two times that I broke a smile, but more than that, I just, it didn't have it. I don't know. I don't know what it was missing, but... Yeah, so that was on Fox, and, like, well, uh, you know, to be honest, I ended up turning it part of the time, and I went over to CBS and watched this new show, Kid Nation. I've been hearing a lot about and, that, a lot of uh, controversy, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, a lot yeah. of controversy. Vance was telling me a little bit about it, but basically, you know, it was hard for the kid, The kids. They had to fill out this huge waiver to get on. Their parents did, and now some parents are suing after the show's been filmed. And uh, basically, real quick, what the premise is, is it's these 40 kids that are there for, I believe it's 40 days. I think that's and, right. And they go into a New Mexico ghost town. Wow. And they're they're supposed to take over the settlement, build things, you know, uh, manage the economy there, have their own little government. And so 
now the state of New Mexico is looking into, you know, did they break child labor laws with this show, which that's a huge deal. I mean, big that cases would, and 40 different cases. I mean, that was right. huge. Um, I had I had heard that the reason the producers picked New Mexico in the first place was because they specifically found a loophole in the child labor laws. Probably, yeah. That That's the whole reason they were there, and now the state's really bearing down on that to see if they can kind of close that loophole in and kind of catch them in something. Wow. Wow. So I watched it. It was on the, actually it was on the, the same time as the other show, but I didn't commit much time to the Kelsey <clears throat> Grammar show. And I don't know what to think about Kid Nation. Um, it did, It is interesting, but at the same time, like, seeing how awkward kids are, it's like the kids range from 8 to 15 and how, like, yeah, I don't know. Either I'm not ready to be a father, or I can't stand kids, or, <laughs> or these are cheesy kids. I don't know. But like, um, yeah, I remember like when I was watching it, I kind of started off in the beginning, mm-hmm. just curious as to what it would be. Oh yeah. And then I quickly got annoyed by some of the kids, and instead of just turning it, Molly was here watching it with me, and it kind of turned into, and I hate to say this, we started making fun of some of the kids. <laughs> I'm so afraid that that's the only reason I'm going to start watching it is to see what else these kids are going to do. And maybe so, that's what they want you to do. I think the one but, that got me really bad was that red-haired girl. I don't know if you saw her. The uh, the one Andy. from Boston? Yeah, yeah. Or her, she was from Massachusetts. I assume Boston. She had the accent going for her. Yeah. She did not pronounce a single R the entire episode. No, she did not. <laughs> so, but, wow, you guys were brutal. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. But like, even then, I still have to pull for her because she's the green team, uh, and okay. green's my color. And so, oh, it was rough though. But I, I mean, I'll watch it again and I'll see kind of where it's heading. I like I kind of like the concepts. You know, like they, they go over, they take over a general store. They all get paid a different amount. They have laborers and upper class, lower class, and. Some are actually cooks, and then you have this little government going on. So some of it's interesting. I almost think it'd be better to to do with adults. So I don't know. <laughs> I kind of like how they, you know, their reward for completing the challenge was they had to pick between giving getting seven more outhouses because then it was what was it forty kids? Yeah. And one outhouse. Yeah. So they they had to choose between getting seven more outhouses or a television. And I thought it was interesting. That was one of the most interesting parts was to see these kids argue over the pluses and minuses of each. And, like, I really liked that part of the show. Do what now? And what did they choose? They actually, in the end, they chose the outhouses. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of them. I am. Hmm. And and even some of the arguments for the television wasn't just, hey, I want to watch my cartoons or anything like that. I mean, the arguments that they put up for these, the television was... We need something to do besides work. We need something for relaxing. And I thought yeah. that was that was an argument I did not expect to see for the television. But yeah. it came from a kid I think was like 10 or 11 years old. And, and to me, that was my favorite part was to hear them talk back and forth and rationalize each one. Yeah. And then in the end, I think they made what most adults would say would be the smarter decision. Yeah, and, and you know, this is the kind of show yeah. – I hope I don't get hooked on it. I don't mean I'll check it out. There's not a lot going on in that time slot. Um, it's eight. What was it? Seven Central, eight Eastern. Um, Something you know, like so. that. 
on a Wednesday night. But so that's what I'm watching. I don't know about you guys. Well, I just got finished watching Big Brother. They had the finale yeah, on was, Tuesday night. I saw that. Uh, you know, I the only <laughs> Big Brother I've ever seen was when we were at, I was at your house and you guys had it on the Showtime Two feed and. Uh, yeah. I can see why it's captivating, but I couldn't get behind the whole the whole game of it. Yeah, and see, I had never watched it before this year. <clears throat> and then late one night, I was flipping through and, and got on that Showtime feed. And that just made me start watching the actual show. And I got hooked on it, something fierce, to the point where yesterday, I printed out the 15-page application for Big Brother 9. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I have started filling it out. Because wow. I think that... If if I could work for three years in res life at a college and deal with dynamic and conflicting personalities there, yeah, I think I could deal with you know thirteen other people there. I think, but I just I mean that that's part of it is I want to know how I would react in a situation where I'm around people that I can't get away from, and I think that'd be part of the fun of just doing it. Right. So I'm currently filling out this application, and if anybody has any tips. 15, and this is the initial application, it's 15 pages. That's application and release form. Wow. So I'm working my way through that. If anybody has any tips on what I need to put in here to make myself look better to the producers, let me know, and then you can spend next summer watching me on Big Brother. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. Put, uh, I think you should definitely put your problems with sleep medication. <laughs> yes, I'll just let them know up front. I'll probably sleep a total of three hours the entire summer. Well, you know, and if you give me sleep love that. medication, I'll become angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Every time before a competition, I'm just going to stay up the whole night before and then take sleep medicine. <laughs> and then just finish. That, that's another story for another time, but it involves beating my dog and all kinds of stuff that I have no recollection of. But wow. that's for another time. Um, but I... When we were there, I was I was tuned into like one guy I actually really really liked, and I think his name was actually Dick, wasn't it? And he's the one that won it all. Yeah, he was the, the tattooed guy, and I I, I thought he yeah. was funny. I I enjoyed uh, what little bit I saw of him. Actually, he was quickly my favorite. I don't know if it was the tattoos or or uh, or what, but I, I thought he was a cool guy. But uh, I'm actually I'm glad he won. Yeah, I went back and forth on him because at first I, I liked that he wouldn't hold anything back and he was the only person who would tell everything he thought to everyone yeah, and he was in these secrets and behind-your-back things. He played the game up front in your face, and in the end, people respected him for it even though they didn't like what he said. Right, right. And so I, mean, I thought that was a pretty good strategy. Easily one of the most honest people I've ever seen in reality television. Like, totally... Oh, like you said, upfront and honest. So I, right. I uh, maybe I'll give it, give it a try next time. But yeah, the only other thing I'm watching, I, I've just become too much of a reality show fan. Yeah. I am now in a fantasy survivor league where you pick people on Survivor and you get points based on what they do each week. Oh, that's sad. Uh, man, come on. <laughs> the sad meter just went off. <laughs> whoop whoop whoop. Yes, I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, other than that, that's that's about all I've been watching. Have you guys seen these uh, the new Geico commercials? I guess they can't do the caveman commercials anymore because of that crappy show is coming on ABC uh, later yeah. this month. So they've gone to do um, they've gone. To, I guess they're taking old footage. They must have a deal with like Warner Brothers or, or you know TBS or Turner, whoever owns 
It's because I've seen one where it was like a Hanna-Barbera, uh, what was it, Flintstones, I think. And they're talking about how they get all the money. Like, Fred <laughs> saved money on car insurance. That's why he can buy Wilma uh, the necklace. Oh, <laughs> I, I have seen that one. Okay, there was that one. And then there's another one where it's a, it's a Cabbage Patch kid all grown up. I think he's a Cabbage Patch kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was funny. And then I saw I saw the new one last night. It's uh, it's Jed Clampett. They're saying that he didn't get all of his money from uh, finding oil. It was all a scam. <laughs> he got it from switching to uh, car insurance, which is really funny because they have this like reenactment of this guy who looks like Jed Clampett like on the internet on like Geico dot com, and uh, you know in the sixties when that seventies when that show came out, there was no internet. That's right. what the, the <laughs> thing I really enjoyed about it though, but. They're taking, like, a really funny kind of, like, I don't know. They got me interested in commercials, and I hate commercials. I mean, I hate yeah. being sold anything. So I... Uh, well, I, I love commercials, but, like, Geico, man, they they are doing it right, and they have been for a while. <clears throat> I mean, it's so rare that a company like that would have two huge marketable things for so long because they had the lizard... Yep. The cavemen, and they've both been so popular for multiple years. And even before and then, then, they had good commercials. I remember that um, there was like the the chick with the glasses who was, shows up and stuff all the time, and they were just talking about. I think that was one of the lizard commercials, wasn't it? I yeah, think that was one of the right. the gecko. Commercials. You may have just been you may have just been distracted by chicken glasses. Yeah, if it was, yeah, you would have. You know, you'd know her if you saw her. You're definitely right. I think that's that's. I love her because of that, but. Yeah, I do have a glasses fetish, and you're absolutely right about that. Well, all right, so I guess that's what we're watching. That is what we're watching. So uh, I know we got some fall season kicking up the new uh, new shows. I'm uh, I don't know that there's a lot out there this year that I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to. I think uh, I'm gonna let's see if it. I've been burned a lot these past couple of years. Like I'll really oh, dig, yeah. dig into a show and then they cancel it. Last season I had a ton that I really liked and they canceled way too early. So I think I'm going to be pretty pretty standoffish as far as committing to something new this year. And uh, and if it works out, I'll go back and find the episodes. Or I think even if yeah, I TiVo them, I don't think I'm going to watch them right off the bat. And that's the good thing is nowadays more and more you can go back and find an entire like first season online to watch it. Yeah. I know NBC, ABC, all the networks are putting more and more full episodes online. So you can you can afford to wait and kind of let other people fill it out before you get invested into right. it. Yeah. Yeah. So far, the early leaders of what I am going to uh, I'm going to watch I'm going to watch uh, Reaper on the CW. Uh, I think it's like these two guys are bounty de- bounty hunters for the devil or something. Kevin Smith directed <laughs> pilot. What? I think it's like it's like yeah. the sold it's like the, the foul story kind of traded you know modernized or whatever they. I think this kid's parents sold his soul to the devil when he was a baby, and now he, they've come to collect. But him and his friend, like, basically become bounty hunters or something. I think I think Robert Goulet made a movie about that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it did. What was it? Uh, G Men from Hell or something? We watched. Yeah, yeah. God, it was so good. <laughs> I gotta find that on DVD. Uh, uh, that and then maybe, you know, I'm torn. I don't know about Bionic Woman or not. I I don't know that I'm that it'll be any good, but I don't I've, think yeah, it will be. But I don't know. I'll I'll probably be a guilty pleasure. Um, yeah, yeah. 
You know, I yeah, didn't think he, I didn't think Heroes was going to be any good, and it ended up. Even as a comic book fan, I didn't think Heroes was going to be as great as it, it turned out to be. So we'll yeah. we'll just have to wait. It's and like see. there are some shows that that are coming out new that I'll I know just go ahead and do a like a subscribe to the whole thing on TiVo just to do the season pass. Right. And then there are some shows, Abonic Woman's one of them, that I just, you know, click record the first one. Yeah. And I'll decide later whether or not to do more. Yeah. Well, the good thing about those shows, and NBC shows especially, is I found out that there's a lot of conflicts I have with it recording the same time as other things. But Sci-Fi is showing all those shows, too. So, oh, wow. Yeah, because they're owned by NBC. But, so, I'm going to eventually check them out. I think there's another one, Journeyman, that's doing the same thing. I was having some conflicts um, with some other stuff that I watched, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. But it was definitely one I'm gonna check on the first episode because it seems like a like a quantum leap ripoff or yeah. something. And then uh, the only other one I can think of is maybe Chuck. I don't, but I doubt it. But even that's a rehash of like Jake 2.0 or you know, there's been a lot of shows like that. And uh, maybe Pushing Daisies will be just weird enough that it'll be cool. That's on ABC, but um, I don't know. We'll just have to see. And if, uh, if there's something that I find that I do like, we'll we'll bring it to you here on what you're watching. But I don't I don't watch reality shows, so <laughs> <laughs> so there's really nothing there for me. All right. Well, I think that uh, I think that'll wrap it about up. What do you yeah. say? Yeah. I think so. All right. Um, real quick, we are having a Halo Two goodbye party. Uh, Halo 3 comes out next week. Uh, what is it, Tuesday, right? I know uh, yes. Vance and myself and our friend Bowler, we're going to go get it at midnight mm-hmm. and hopefully find it at midnight. We have a whole plan to try to find it, and hopefully that'll work out. Um, my screen name on Xbox Live is Flintstone, F-L-Y-N-T-S-T-O-N-E. Um, if you're, I doubt anybody that hears this, <laughs> At this point, doesn't know who I am, and uh, if you do play Xbox, isn't already on my friends list. But just on the off chance that you're not, and you do want to play Halo 2 with us on Sunday night, that is September, what, 23rd? Good call. 23rd. 23rd. So September 23rd at about 9 o'clock, we're going to be playing uh, Halo 2 for the last time. Um, Probably for the last time. For the last time yeah. in a long time. Um, we're going to be saying goodbye to an old friend. I know the three of us play Halo a lot. I mean, we probably have thousands and thousands of hours logged on. So, um, it'll be a little sad, but then, you know, you wait a day and then Halo 3 will be coming out. And, uh, I think it may run into, uh, us playing and doing the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hey, just... I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we could play while doing the show. You know, we oh, probably yeah. could. We'll probably be like, we'll at least be doing pre-production. <laughs> doing our pre-pro, yeah. talking it out while we're uh, fragging some noobs, as it were. So, um, all right, well, uh, we have some things we want you guys to check out. We should be on the iTunes Music Store soon. Uh, I know we are actually on, uh, we are on iTunes now. I'm going to try to get us on some other places, too, to get some people listening to the show. Um, hit us up on MySpace. And what's the MySpace, Kev? MySpace.com backslash cultural leftovers. Cultural leftovers with two L's because we love you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we do have a webpage, uh, culturalleftovers.googlepages.com. 
or shoot us an email at uh, culturalleftovers@gmail.com. We haven't gotten any yet, but if you send us an email, we'll read it on the show. I promise. Especially <laughs> unless you're trying to sell us like penis enlargement creams or um, Nigerian Nigerian goodness. goodness. No, I think if I had a, if I got a Nigerian at that uh, at that email yeah, address, yeah, read that. I totally yeah. would, and I'd respond and get. Uh, <laughs> Um, so and so to listen to the show, and we'd even transfer the show into Click Clacks. So, <laughs> wow, we very much like show. So, wow, wow. <laughs> oh, I love those people. They're so good. So, um, I think that about does it for the show. Anybody yeah. else? Have, anybody else have anything else? No, we'll uh, be back. soon. Soon, and I think we're going to start trying to get on a regular schedule, and yeah, we'll give you more updates. Looks like we're probably going to try to record on Tuesday night, have it up by Wednesday or Thursday. Well, this week we're going to start with a featured artist, and we'll close with a song by Stuart McNair. This is from his forthcoming album, and the title of the song is Walking with Jesus. You can find Stuart McNair in his MySpace, myspace.com slash Stuart McNair. Stuff. The kingdom of God lies.
Jesus was a man who committed no crime. 